Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. Technically, the trade deadline is over. There's a thing called a trade call, which sometimes can take upwards of an hour. So uh, we still have a lot to talk about here on the third and final hour of our ongoing NHL trade deadline day coverage as part of Oilers Now. Oilers Now title sponsors Digitex, who wish you and yours during these uh, you and yours the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. We will tell you that guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Now open for takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. Uh, Reed Wilkins is going to re-engage momentarily, but first we're going to head off to the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And former defenseman Mark says, Kulikov, depth move, well done. Bringing up Andreas Athanasio trade last year, it wasn't bad except COVID happened. The trade was not just for the playoffs, but was done with the intent to re-sign Athanasio. The cap situation caused his acquisition to become collateral damage. This exasperated the acquirement cost for him. Clearly, if a crystal ball had been uh, deployed, that trade would have never happened. In regards to moving out high draft picks to acquire more talent for the playoffs, no thanks. It's not about this year. It's about not handcuffing ourselves going forward. Good job, Ken Holland. He is a big pitcher general manager. That one comes to us from former defenseman Mark. And we are going to bring Reed Wilkins back in on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. We're still waiting to see if anything else is going to happen, and we might not know for the next 40 minutes here, Reed. But... uh, Tell me this, uh, from your perspective, do you agree with that uh, text that has just come in from former defenseman Mark saying, good job, Ken Holland, uh, don't uh, give up future assets for short-term rentals at this time? 
Okay, a couple things, Bob, and I will answer the question, but our colleague Kelly Moore at CGOB in Winnipeg has posted about a minute ago that the Jets have added a depth defenseman and that they're waiting for details. And I was just talking with Brendan off-air. If you look at the Canadian division, we know what the Leafs have done, and they are going for it. Uh, you know, you and I talked about Stahl, and I th- uh, they added Gustafson as, as well, so they're trying to round out the roster a little bit too you know Edmonton with the Kulikov move like we discussed perhaps gives them a little more sturdiness to play against the deep teams that they're going to face in the postseason and from what I've seen of the Jets this year they're they're pretty good up front I mean they're they're very good well, up do front, we know obviously. who the defense I mean there's lots of the Montreal Canadians added Eric Gustafson okay right. that that's who's Winnipeg added do we know who it is it, it, but that's the thing I, I'm just scrolling if I see a name but what I was getting to was that, I mean, I was getting prepared to come on and say, wow, like the Jets did nothing, even though to me their weakness is is on the defense corner. I think that's why the Oilers have been able to beat them four out of six games this season is because they've been able to get on their, uh, right. their bottom three guys a little bit more than they've been able to do against Montreal and Toronto. So that is So that is something to watch who that might be for the Jets. Now, if it's a depth player, maybe it's not somebody who plays uh, a lot. As for former D-man Mark's text, and uh, I, I am always reluctant to agree with Mark, though he done a, he's done a great job running the Edmonton Table Hockey League in recent seasons. Here, Here's the way I look at it. The Oilers have some obvious holes, which are not easily repairable given the situation that they're in because of not having really any cap space. And also... You know, I, I, we, we discuss this all the time. You know, our colleague Rob Brown says he would never trade a first-round pick to take a run at the Cup because he says if five teams do it, at most one of them is going to win the Cup. I get that. I, I think there are situations where a GM has to say, I am going for it, I'm going for it now, I believe in you guys, and I'm going to get you that extra piece. Here's why I don't think that's a great plan for the Oilers this season. They're not just one player away. And and they can't afford the players that they're trying to get. I also think you really have to consider the flat salary cap in the years to come for the next three, four, maybe five years that the salary cap won't go up. So you're paying McDavid, you're paying Drysital, you're going to pay Nurse, um, you know, you're going to pay Nuge or some other winger. There, there's players you're going to have to pay a goaltender at some point, depending on how things play out. So you're going to have players making a lot of money. You're going to need contributors who are young and who are on entry level contracts making less than a million bucks. So you're going to need Philip Broberg to be on the team. You're going to need Evan Bouchard to be on the team. You're going to need Ryan McLeod to be on the team. And you're going to need Dylan Holloway to be on the team because there could be four contributing players in a couple of years who would be making, you know, to round it off, Bob, about a million dollars each. And, and, and you're going to need that flexibility. So that's why in this situation, I would be reluctant to trade prospects and like Mark said, keep an eye on the big picture. And, and, and that's why I would even be reluctant to trade the first round pick this year. And, and hopefully, hey, it's it's you know later in the first round of the draft, depending on how the Oilers do. But I think you're going to need whoever they, they draft this year to be on the team in a couple of years, contributing in some sort of a role and making not a lot of money. All right. Uh, very quickly, Reed, I just want to run down. The, so Kulikov has been acquired by the Oilers. He was playing 19 minutes a game. Montreal picks up a depth guy, Eric uh, Gustafson. He can move it a little bit, but he's sort of been flighty in and out of lineups. Uh, 
you know, was going the wrong direction in Chicago. They flipped him to Calgary. He didn't kill it last year for the Flames. Signs of the Flyers then basically lost out as Gostabare kind of battled back on him. The Maple Leafs have just acquired veteran uh, left-shot defenseman Ben Hutton, who played for uh, Vancouver, then went to L.A. most recently of Anaheim. Eric Goodbranson has been moved to Nashville. Remember the Nashville Predators were... Uh, potentially looking at unloading a couple players and now they're in the middle of the playoff hunt and so we're led to believe the winnipeg jets are current i don't know if you've had a chance to refresh kelly Moore on twitter but the winnipeg jets a lot of people thought the winnipeg jets were the team that perhaps would give up a first to get matthias echo and uh so i i i'm i'm kind i i believe that if if winnipeg had gotten a legit top four nhl defenseman they had a chance to maybe move ahead of Montreal. They're going to finish like either Edmonton or Winnipeg is going to come in second right now in the Canadian division rate. So I'm kind of like you. I'm kind of waiting to see if, you know, who did the Jets get and did Edmonton do anything small late? Because I believe a lot of the shopping was done uh, late here in the final hour and a half for some of these teams trying to get bargain buys in, in a uh, buyer's market. What do you think? Uh, yeah, and still nothing new from, from Kelly. So we'll we'll keep watching on that. And if the Oilers add a a face-off, someone who's good at face-offs, again, it, it, it improves them overall. Like, I think Kulikov improves them overall. Not a ton. And I think it helps them in the arms race against Winnipeg and Montreal. The, the problem is, does it, does it really help them in the arms race against the Leafs if you get into, into that type of a series? That's, that's the big question because they are, I mean, now, like you said, another defenseman that they're adding that can play. So they've added depth. They've added experience. Um, you know, they think Riddick is going to help uh, the goaltending depth chart. I guess we'll see about that. But Campbell basically never loses a game. So I, I would think they're going with him for a while. So I, I still think that it's, it's interesting how this is going to play out for two, three, and four. I think that you'd like to finish second or third, and then you can at least avoid Toronto in the first round. And then if you win your first round matchup, then, hey, maybe you got some momentum or you got some hot players or a hot goalie going into the division final. So, Reed, Reed the, uh, the Calgary Flames are done after the same Sam Bennett trade. So Derek Ryan, who was told yesterday by Daryl Sutter that he was not going to be traded, uh, has not been moved by Calgary. So there's one of the right shot options at center out of the mix. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. I got to get three other guests in here, Reed. Uh, very quickly, what do you got coming tonight on inside sports well we'll recap everything whatever else has uh happened and ken holland speaking right away so we'll have the highlights from that i'm hoping you have time to join me bob maybe it's 705 can i book you right now can i you can you can you can you can and you can cut me off anytime like i just did to you so feel free <laughs> okay, man. talk to you tonight you bet. That's Reed Wilkins. So, yeah, Brad Trelevin saying the Flames are done. Uh, I know there's some people wondering about Luke Glendanning and the Detroit Red Wings. Well, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wait and see on that front. It's 115 in Edmonton. Back with Mark Spector. Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. You're listening to special coverage of the NHL trade deadline. Brought to you by Touchback Safety. Only on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Here's Bob Stoffer. Okay, uh, we're going to be changing around a little bit of our coverage here that was scheduled because at 1.30 today, Edmonton Oilers President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Ken Holland um, will uh, be speaking. I think we're going to take that actually live at 1.30. Uh, we will tell you that the Edmonton Oilers are finished for the day. The loan move that they make is acquiring Dmitry Kulikov for a uh, a fourth round draft choice. Uh, welcome back everybody ongoing. Uh, trade deadline day coverage. Bob Stoffer with you along with Brendan Escott. Quickly, we're going to go into the Oilers now. Injury reported is brought to you daily by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. For every goal at the Oilers score the season, James H. Brown will donate $100 to 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Uh, we will tell you this. Ryan Nugent Hopkins did not play Saturday night. Uh, the Oilers, a very difficult, emotional uh, day uh, with the celebration of life for Colby Cave. This was a rescheduled game, fourth game in six nights for Edmonton, third and four nights uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, all on the road. Second time this year they've had rescheduled games. Didn't go well either time. Lost 4 nothing, got outshot 32-17 in Montreal. Lost 5 nothing and had nothing going against the Flames uh, in the second and third period on uh, Saturday night. So, Oilers uh, off day yesterday, off day away from the rink today, back on the ice tomorrow. Nugent Hopkins, uh, the Oilers are hoping uh, they can retroactively activate him for Friday night's game against the Vancouver Canucks. Again, the lone Oilers deal at this time. Brendan, just let me know whether or not we get our uh, next guest, if we can make that happen, or if that's gone a little sideways for us. Uh, That's fine. Uh, We will have... At some stage, Rob Brown and John Shannon to close out the show, depending upon how long the availability uh, goes with Ken Holland. Uh, Boomer says, if that's it, we might as well have done nothing. First round, we're done, says Boomer, regarding regarding the fact that the Edmonton Oilers got Dmitry Kulikov. So Boomer has just written off the Edmonton Oilers because they only made one trade. Um and Haji says, Bob, I agree with your assertion that you don't give up a first for a rental this year. However, uh, what are the chances that Holland makes a deal on a player that is still on an ELC or a bridge deal that can be a part of your team for a playoff push uh, then for three or four more years uh, from Haji? Well, that's now concluded because the Oilers are, are done. They're actually going to do an availability here in about uh, eight minutes' time. So... Uh, at this time, we bring aboard Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Spec, how are you doing? Doing uh, very well, Bobby. How's the day go for you? Uh, you know what? I, 
I get the, you know what? I get the trade. I don't know about you, but I, we, we've heard from Dmitry Kulikov. We've heard from Ken Danico. I totally get the trade. We, we, we saw with Caleb Jones and William Lagason, neither guy was ready to play 19 minutes a game. That's what Kulikov's been playing in New Jersey. Uh, he's a veteran D-man, but people have heard from me. They want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the deal? Well, listen, I feel like there's two times in the year to, to improve your team. And the, the, the long haul acquisitions and the major improvements that, that really are the building blocks you make in the summertime. And at the trade deadline, you do short shift things with, with UFAs and with guys that might only play, you know, 20 games for you. So Dmitry Kulikov makes you better incrementally, Bob. Right, he's not coming in here and turning around the Oilers team or anything like that. But on your left D spot, he's a vastly more experienced, better player than Caleb Jones and William Lagason. Then he puts Chris Russell into the third pairing, where Chris is a very good left side third pairing defenseman. He's not a very good second pairing defenseman, right? So you know you get everybody playing where they're supposed to play. Kulikov plays hard. He stops the cycle. He's difficult to play against. He's kind of a, it was described to me today a little bit as a, a bit of a Russian Adam Larson uh, is not an unfair description. So it doesn't make the orders way, way, way better, Bob, but it does make them better. No, it's an interesting one. Were you surprised they didn't, uh, they weren't able to add anything else? Maybe a, a, a third line right shot center? Or did once they got Kulikov and the limited cap space they have, take him out of the mix potentially on a Luke Lindenny or on a Derek Ryan or conversely a left winger like Mike Hoffman, Mark? Well, it must have, Bob, because to me, I saw. Ken Holland is that GM that, that very early on said, I'll give you a six for this player. I'll give you a six for this player. And GMs would say to him, okay, Ken, I'm going to go and try to do better than that, and I'll get back to you. So I was there at 10 minutes to one thinking, you know, Luke Glendening hasn't moved yet. Maybe Steve Eisman will take a six for him. And in the end, Derek Ryan never moved, right? Um, Luke Glendening never moved. You know, two of the sort of targets we thought of at third line center for Edmonton. So, uh, you know, I, I guess it, in finality, I guess what I'm saying to you is he must not have been able to A, get those players for that sixth round pick and B, afford them because he just didn't have the cap space this year to afford to make a lot of changes at the deadline. We had uh, Ken Danico on. I, I would like to be a fly in the wall and know what Darren Ferris turned down from Ray Shiro and the New Jersey Devils in a Taylor Hall contract extension before Taylor got moved to the Arizona Coyotes. Because I, I wonder if it ever got to the point where it was like, you know, eight years at eight or nine million dollars per year before the pandemic and i wonder how many guys like that around the league are kicking them mark it's remarkable how little taylor hall went for yesterday to boston well and really not much different than sam bennett went for to florida and did you ever think that sam bennett and taylor hall would share the same trade market value (laughs) you know no no one did so uh, you know, I kind of I, I heard Taylor Hall talking about how he'd love to play for the Bruins for a number of years here, and and I can't help but think, Bob, that that Taylor's uh, sense of timing is not great. You know, Boston's a team that's been a hell of a team. They've won their cups. They've they've had a great core, but the the core is getting older. You know, what's Bergeron? Is he not thirty five? I believe Marchand is thirty two. Uh, Pasternak's a very good young player. Krejci's, I believe, in his thirties now. There's no more Zidane Chara. Tuka Rask is, I think, 31 or 32. 
So this isn't the time to join the Boston Bruins and say, let's go win a cup, boys. You know, there's a lot of other teams out there that, that are heading up a hill. I think the Bruins are at the top of the hill, frankly, and pretty quick to be going over the hill. What do you think? Uh, I think it's interesting because I put it this way, if he does re-sign in Boston, I think the Boston Bruins will be trading Jake Debrusque. I mean, he's left wing. They have Brad Marchant. Taylor's not replacing Brad Marchant in that lineup. Like, Brad Marchant is one of the 15 best players in the National Hockey League on probably what has to be considered with Bergeron and Pasternak the best line in the league. At least they're the best line when Dreisaitl and McDavid don't play together. So, um, so you know, and I'm looking at the the rest of Boston team. Like right now, they got uh, Marshawn, Hall, DeBrusque, and Richie all on the left wing. Something's got to give there. And I and so if he does end up doing an extension with Boston, uh, I wonder whether or not that would put a guy like Jake DeBrusque in play. And conversely, if he doesn't do an extension, I'm going to say it again, the Edmonton Oilers are going to sign a left winger. You know it, and I know it. Like, I think they're going to find a way, Spec, to get Nugent Hopkins and Adam Larson done. Okay? But on top of that, I think the Oilers are going to sign a left wing, 4 to $5 million next year, and they're going to sign, if Clefbaum can't play, they're going to sign a left-shot defenseman. And who knows? We might have just seen that guy get acquired today in the deal with the New Jersey Devils. It might very well be Kulikov, who pinch hits for a year or two here as they transition a guy like Broberg up to up to uh, full bore. Your thoughts? Maybe it's a good. It's you know they have some some older defensemen. They've got Russell signed next year. Uh, I think they're going to re-sign Adam Larson. I would hope they do. He's turned into a pretty valuable piece back there. Uh, Darnell Nurse is in his prime and not going anywhere. You know, uh, Tyson Berry, that's a huge question mark. I- I'm going to say to you right now, if Tyson Berry stays, I don't think Kulikov does because they've got to make room. This year with Evan Bouchard has not been good. No, no. I-, I get it why it's happened. I understand it. Can't happen again, right? Can't happen again. Oh, I, think- I mean, I- play next year. Here- here's the thing about this trade for Kulikov spec. So basically, they're saying it hasn't worked out for Jones and Legas and they need somebody with more experience, somebody that plays a, at this stage a firmer, more competitive game. The guy that right. never got an opportunity to see what he could do over there was Bouchard. They gave him one game against the best team in the league, the Leafs, with your best goaltender going, and by the way, or sorry, your your number two goalie going, because Koskinen got the start that night, and oh, by the way, he was paired with an Ethan Bear coming off a concussion. So, and Ethan's had an up and down year to say the least. Those, those were not ideal optics to be evaluating what Bouchard could do in a yeah. Side. No, the other two fair. guys, Jones and Lagason, they had the shot. They had the shot. So interesting stuff. Mark, we got to get a lot in here. Thanks for joining us on short notice. <laughs> Be ready to talk tomorrow and help carry me, okay? All right, Bobby. Have a great day. That is Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. The 7,000, that's right, 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. We will also tell you there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetasco and outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Rich Ford is a 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They win it because they treat you fairly. When you purchase a vehicle, they offer fair prices on warranties, insurance coverage, and financing fees. So let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the game at Brent Rich Ford lend a hand. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Again, spec for Horse Racing Alberta 
and the 7,000 men and women working in the Alberta horse racing and breeding industry. It is 128. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to carry the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell at 1.30. At 1.35, we're going to run about six or seven minutes from Ken Holland's availability, and then we're going to bring in Rob Brown and John Shannon to help us close our trade deadline day coverage. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.